0: Hey, I'm Dave Proctor from 13am Games, and you are listening to the Heart Peace Podcast.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Heart Peace Podcast, your holistic relationship talk show for gamers. I am Master Wife.
2: And I am Master Joe.
1: Yay! Welcome everybody. You are listening. Well, this is actually episode number 17.
2: You're daggone right it is.
1: And we have a special guest today.
2: That's right. We've got the co-creator or co-founder rather and producer of uh, Runbo from 13AM Games, Mr. Dave Proctor. How's it going, sir?
0: Very good, guys. Thank you so much for uh, for having me on the show.
2: Absolutely, thanks for coming on, man. This is an incredibly fun yeah, game. So Runbo just came out. Uh, was August? I want to say twenty seventh.
0: Yeah, August twenty seventh. Uh, if you know, if, if the way my brain feels were to be believed, I would tell you <laughs> yeah. it came out yesterday because it's been this continuous buzz of uh, <laughs> excitement. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, it's it, it's almost been out for a whole week.
2: Yeah, you guys have been doing quite a uh, runaround. There's been a lot of hype around the game. It's a Wii U exclusive. Uh, for those of you who may not know what the heck we're talking about, Runboat is an amazing game. Super fun. It uh, features a big deal of uh, multi, multiplayer and online and local. Really freaking fantastic. But we'll be getting into a lot more of that going into the episode. Uh, first things, as always, as we got to do, got to handle the very first segment and that is. I wanted to find some music that was kind of fitting for a uh, Runbow for it this time. But we have The Major Heart Piece of the Week, y'all.
1: <laughs> Hit it! all
2: right <laughs> so,
0: good. that was like a that was like a, like a like a james brown you know view into the ultimate dimension i like that <laughs> in
2: the two time. oh gosh it was james like, brown. It
0: was like those tears in in bioshock infinite but oh yeah a tear into like james brown's recording studio <laughs> yes yes,
2: Freaking yes, fantastic. yes i mean the, the music in rumbo is probably one of my favorite parts because it's got that that groove man it's just oh it's really it's smooth, awesome. it's smooth. but oh, the major heart piece of the week you guys uh, at home listeners know what the deal is um Let's see, I, I think I go went go. first yes. last time, so master wife.
1: So, as you know, as most of you know, I it was my birthday, actually, last, like week and so i turned the big 27 yeah
2: happy birthday
1: (laughs) thank you thank you Yeah, surprise Um,
2: surprise we're actually recording this on her birthday yeah because she's a jolly good birthday like for
0: real real now for real
1: for real (laughs) (laughs) uh and one of the nice things that i got gifts for my birthday was an actual letter from one of my friends that we've been friends for a very long time um ashley we were actually um in undergrad together and we ran cross-country and track and stuff like that. And we've been friends for like a decade now. It's a time, long time. Yes, it's a really long time. But um, she actually wrote me this note, and um, I can read like parts of it. It says, um, When you don't think anyone sees the hard work you're doing, because I'm getting my doctorate right now. Um, Know that I see it and I admire to aspire to be where you are one day. Keep doing you. You're doing an amazing job. I see it. Joe sees it. And most importantly, God sees it. I pray that you continue to shower you in blessings and happiness. 27 looks good on you. Enjoy your day. Love you lots. Ashley.
2: Well done. That's so
0: sweet.
1: That's such Very a nice, nice note.
0: What, what a. Wow yeah I'm, I'm like i'm like touched
1: right. <laughs> yeah it's really nice especially sometimes letters and words can be like no literate. letters are awesome yeah
2: we should write more we got to get on the whole you know analog get off the back back on the analog track is what i like to call it Yeah, doing the organic thing uh they always have what the the little e uh e cards that they send around nowadays with the letters it's
0: yeah like,
1: come automatic on,
0: come
2: on <laughs> come on But no, it's cool. All right, so I'm up next. My uh, major heart piece of the week. Surprise! Surprise! It was Master Wife's birthday present. Uh, I would actually put a lot of thought into this one, though, so that's why it's my major heartpiece of the week, as opposed to all the other birthdays where I don't put any thought into your gifts. Oh.
0: <laughs> I guess don't don't mm-hmm. tell her.
1: Yes, <laughs> I guess that's where I'm he going. He might with not that. show up to the next episode, you guys.
2: <laughs> no, the Heartpiece Podcast, starring Master Wife and Dave Proctor.
1: <laughs> I'm afraid. <so>
2: <laughs> uh, but no, it was a very special gift. I saw it online. On one of those, um, you know, the websites where it's oh you get this T-shirt, but it's only up for today, and then you will never be able to get it ever again. Uh, I think it's called Once Upon a T. This website, and they had a Legend of Zelda T-shirt featuring the characters from Wind Waker, uh, Link, and Princess Zelda, and they're sitting down playing video games. Little tank top that I got her, and the cords of their controllers go underneath them to form the words. Uh, it's dangerous to play alone. So I was like, Oh, this is perfect. So I got that. It just arrived today at like 1018 in the morning. I was really worried it wasn't going to get here. So heart piece from the postman for getting it here on time. And heart piece to master wife for that amazing present. I'm kind of jealous. I kind of wish I got myself one. But you know what? It's more about giving. It's more about giving. So it's all good. All right, Dave, you're up. What is your major heart piece of the week?
0: You guys are you guys are adorable <laughs> <laughs> we try, i don't know if i can try. handle this uh i've got a few and like oh. I'm, I'm sorry that my entire life is the release of runbow right now but no, they all sort of revolve awesome. around the release of runbow so i mean and i'm i wouldn't be talking to you if the game hadn't been released so i'm just gonna go with that i hope you don't mind oh, no. No, that's perfect. um i came home uh very late from work on thursday uh no, sorry. I had had a very exhausting day because we launched the game on Thursday, and mm-hmm. I thought oh, yeah, right. my wife could get home from work. Um, and I woke up the next morning, and she had purchased me a uh, a box of uh, of rainbow chips Ahoy cookies. <laughs> oh, no nice! To, nice. To, to celebrate the launch, and and I woke up in the morning, and I was just like, ah, and it, you know, it brought a tear to my eye. It was a really good thing oh, to see nice. after after two years of development. Um, and then I had, a, uh, I had a young man approach us asking for a review code. And, um, you know, I, I, I sent it off to our, our PR guys and, and they do what they can, but you know, we don't have that many codes to give to everybody. And he reached out to us and let us know that, you know, even though you couldn't get a code, he still was really excited about the game and uh, he bought it anyways and he did his review and he still loved the game. And, and I don't know, that, that, that also just kind of really emboldened my spirits. So then I took that excitement and i applied it to the next email when somebody asked us look i'm I'm not a um i'm not a press person or or reviewer but can i get a review code i teach a second grade class in england and i would love to just play this game with my kids on downtime and i was like yes 100 you know bag of cookies dude buys (laughs) our game and does a review without a review code absolutely yes you get you get a code please show this to the children of the future wow And yeah, just like all of that, just makes me feel great. Oh. So, uh, why, why not share? Wow, yes. that is
2: incredible. That is amazing. It was a it was a second grade teacher for all the way from the UK.
0: Yeah, I wanted a, a European code, and we just got all of our European review codes in like today. That's amazing. So,
2: well, yeah, fun fact for for the people that are following Runbo, especially in the UK, you will be able to play it uh, tomorrow for us, which is Thursday, uh, September or er, sep- yeah, September. Yeah. Third. All right, yeah.
0: Yes. By the time that, that that they hear this podcast live, uh, they will have been playing Runbow uh, so much that the entire European Union uh, will have <laughs> toppled because <laughs> governmental officials have <laughs> resigned their posts and are like only playing online arenas and trying to beat the Bohemian. Like that's I'm telling them what is currently going
2: on. Oh man, we're doomed. We're doomed. We're, we come to yeah, you no, now from the future. You're all doomed. <laughs> but keep playing Runbo because it's too much fun to stop now.
0: Yes. If this is how our species is going to end, it's pretty fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would, I would agree. Well, friggin' fantastic. Those are some amazing heart pieces of the week. I hope as always, we encourage you guys to look throughout your week, find the extraordinary things that you're all are doing for each other. Just being super incredibly decent human beings and add a little bit of extra life to each other. So getting into, uh, a next little segment here before we do booster break uh i want to kind of pick on something as far as rumbo goes uh and that is that rumbo is of course a nine player game it's nine players either you're nine people locally uh some combination up to nine people online i think you can take four people with you uh on local to go online and play against other people uh but there's nine team members on the yep. rumbo team and I'm just wondering, I was, we were talking about this before yes. the show, and <laughs> I'm wondering, is this a coincidence or did, did you guys plan it this way? What's So up you can with all nine? play
1: the games at work? <laughs> yeah. It's a,
0: weird, it's a weird cosmic sort of, um, the, the whole nine player feature, I think, started as a dare uh, that we're like, <laughs> yeah, we, we, can, we can do more. Because um, we started off making a, an eight player game at a game jam in 2014, mm-hmm. at the beginning of 2014. And, like, eight player is, like, the standard. Like, that's the most mm-hmm. local multiplayer that m- most game systems have done. And when we did it at the Game Jam, it was, like, every controller we had in the office, uh, three Logitech controllers and two guys on the keyboard. Oh, and this wow. guy's using, like, a Mortal Kombat fight stick. Oh, my gosh. And we're all just, like, like uh, eight players, eight players. And then um, when Nintendo expressed interest in it, it just kind of evolved. Our creative director was, like, you know, there was this game. And oh, he's gonna he's gonna kill me! I don't remember what it was because he is the curator of obscure arcane games. Um, <laughs>
2: the creative dector—that's uh, uh, that's Alex.
0: That's Alex Rushy. Yes, um, he said. You know, this game once did a a chain of uh, of Wii remotes to the to the, the classic controls, and you could use controls from both. I was like, well, we can do that. Oh man, if we do that, then we can probably get nine. And we sent that to Nintendo, just like just being cocky and like hmm. well, we can probably make it a nine-player game like, that's a dumb idea in our heads we're like this is a stupid idea uh, like that's a great idea uh, so now instead of telling people it's a stupid idea it's actually a great idea yeah you know, just, we're pretty we're pretty pretty proud of it um, hmm. and then we just looked around and we we're like oh there's actually nine of us uh there was 10 when we came up with the idea but it works out now that uh that we, get to, that we get to have exactly the right number of people that we need. Wow. Yeah.
1: So can you explain to the listeners at home what Rumble is?
0: Absolutely, uh, mm. which I should have done before that long-winded story. <laughs> no. But, well, um, we're just
2: piquing their interest. We're just building it up. Yes. Building yeah, it so up.
0: Rumble is the first nine-player party platformer. It's everything you like about pure skill platformers uh, combined with the idea of doing that with up to eight friends at a time or up to nine people at a time.
2: The, and the you say main mechanic of the game. Is or those that we've are never things seen
0: like. Uh... Basically, we like to say if you can't see it, it doesn't exist. So the background color is always changing; it's always swiping in new colors. Um, and if you're on a, you know, on a green platform and the background swipes in green, then that platform disappears. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, it's super fast, super frantic, like really, um, got to think on your feet kind of gameplay, and it makes for a really fun party atmosphere. And it is out on the Wii U, hmm. yeah. in in as of them hearing this in Europe and North America.
2: Everywhere. Well, Europe and North America is not really. Yeah, but it, close enough.
1: Yeah, and it was really fun like Master Joe and I actually played rumbo uh, When it when it first launch yeah, day, when it we first were, came out and
2: I'm like what's today? Yeah. It's Rumbo day.
1: Yeah, and Master Joe actually told me at work about it. We're like we have to get this game. <laughs> And so we got it immediately, he's way better at like platforming games. I like have an anxiety attack. So when I was playing through some of the levels, it was really fun, like the lo- like you were saying, the colors changes and you have to be quick on your toes and everything like that. I am not that good, but <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs>
2: I am not fast. Well,
0: now have you, have you guys played Color Master together yet?
2: We have. Yes, we, we, we have. We ran right? through all
0: because, of the like, modes. <laughs> we, we, design, we design Color Masters so that when you have a party going, um, you know, at every party that we have, yeah, everyone is a seasoned video game veteran. But if you have a party where someone maybe isn't, like, can't do a Mega Man 2 speed run, then... You give them the gamepad, and you get them to actually engage in the game in a completely different way. And something mm-hmm. that's a little bit more, you know, it, it's a familiar lexicon to people with touchscreen phones. Right. Yeah. Is like they they know. Okay, well, I can I can play this game by engaging with this device like this. You
1: know. Yeah, and that's really cool. Like you have so many different types of. Um, I guess, different types of content within the Rumble game. Like You have the run section, which is just you're trying to get to the finish line. And you you have the arena where it's like survival of the fittest.
2: The arena is where all the friendships get destroyed. That's that's where all good friendships go to die in the arena.
1: Also, King of the Hill is another.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to count all of that as part of the arena. (laughs) Just because whenever you're fighting against somebody, it's like... It's just going down <laughs> with nine people. We've yet we want to do this. We've yet to do it, but we want to get our own little uh, party of nine folks over here and do a live stream of uh, just the chaos that would ensue. Oh, uh, you should Grunbo. let us know
0: when it goes live. That's a that's a great idea.
2: Yeah, we will. It's 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 insane. Yeah, I mean, the two of us it. just sat and tried to do some of the adventure mode just because it seemed like ah, oh, it's a good place to start. And I was blown by the fact that that's also nine player co-op. And it's like, what? Like, And some of those levels clearly are not designed for nine people <laughs> no to cooperate together no. and get to the end <laughs> together. It's just someone gonna lose, somebody <laughs> gonna die. Yeah.
0: We, 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 and we, we purposely put those levels a little further away from the origin point. So, you know, when you're doing Waiting for a Change, like level one, everyone can you know almost make it to the end. Yeah. But then, you know, you start to discover that, hey, the guy that got to the trophy first gets to control the map. Yep. yep. And then, and then you start like, <laughs> like the, it, it actually takes a nice, wholesome group of people <laughs> and slowly pits them against each other until you get levels like, um, like gotta go fast. Where if you're not the first person to get the the power up, you're screwed. Yes. Yeah, and that's and that's God. like that's Runbo. <laughs> I right was there. screwed. That's run-bone.
1: I was screwed plenty of times in the beginning. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting bits. Interesting bits. Okay, well, as far as games and platformers go, I know there's a ton of platformers we've been talking about, and just the whole idea of platforming in the game. So now I want to get into our uh, booster break segment here, which is going to be a lot of freaking fun. But first, we got to play the bumper because. The bumper is, is daggone amazing. Boost or break? All right, so you guys at home know how it goes. We're going to be sitting here with Mr. Dave Proctor and asking him a couple questions, uh, maybe a little quirky, uh, and put a little twist on things. We went and put this little quiz together. Since Runbow is effectively a platform, a skill-based platformer, we went and thought up a quiz in which we will be mix-matching Different characters, different indie characters, as they do in Runbow, They have a, quite a few uh, guest characters appear. We got Shovel Knight. We've got Rusty uh, from Steamworld Dig, and uh, quite a f- couple other characters in the game. So we thought it'd be fun to just kind of do a bit of a mashup on that idea ourselves. So the first sure. question, uh, and the way it works, we'll, we'll you know run it by you, and then you'll either reply with "Use the boost," or if you don't think it'd be a good idea, then
0: "Use the brake."
2: to to kind of indicate (laughs) your answer where hold on (laughs) if you think it's a if you think it's a really really bad idea then you can always say no just to put the emphasis
0: on that (laughs) where did those sound effects come from (laughs) the
2: the good the good land of the internet (laughs) that's that's great i i
0: don't mean to draw too much attention to like the meta construction of the podcast but (laughs) Holy crap those are fantastic
2: <laughs> it's a it's a fun segment it's a fun segment so first question is kind of a cheat question because it's not indie uh, indie games any titles any characters but for yeah. example you take the character of link out of the Legend of Zelda games and put him in the famous platformer Super Mario Bros is that something that you would boost or break on
0: Oh uh... That's rough. Like, the, are you talking about the original? I'm I'm not gonna do these in short answers. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> okay. Are you talking about the original Super Mario Brothers? Yes,
2: yes. the original Super Mario Brothers.
0: Oh yeah, you used
2: where the, the final brass was uh, actually hair Bro.
1: Why would you use the break?
0: <laughs> because because that game is like so tight, and it's designed just for jumping and shooting fireballs. Like, do not do not mess. You throw a sword in there, and everything's all weird and broken. Um, <laughs> Break,
2: break. We are using the break, use the break, which is actually a really good idea because uh, Link can't jump.
1: Yep. So.
0: Yep. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> you put that in as a little. I'm thinking like I'm thinking like combat design, and, and you're like, yeah, he'd be he'd be like going off into the background and trying to find dungeons. Yeah, that's also true.
2: See that now? You you perfect for the next one. That's a little little teaser uh, trick question at the beginning. Uh, sure. Next question we've got in back in the indie world now. Quote, main character of Cave Story. Quote, take him out of his world and put him in the world of Metroid. Does that sound like a boost or a
0: break? I'm going to say... I'm going to say boost. Boost?
2: Use the boost. All right, why is that?
0: Uh, Because it gives me an opportunity to... uh... Admit that I haven't actually played Cave Story, which, uh, which everybody, uh, it, it, I get to, I get to anger people twice now. Um, not only have I not played Cave Story, which is such a massively loved game, and it is, I hear it it's is. spectacular, uh, but I also like the original Metroid is a very clunky and difficult game. So I can only assume that the way to improve it <laughs> is to add a character from a different game, because otherwise it is so broken. Uh, <laughs>
2: it is a pretty clicky. i've
0: i've tried to go back
2: and play it like just just because i've, I've played <laughs> super metroid i've played fusion i've played prime and other you know, m and i was like ah, i've played the original i'll go back you that you just there's some things you just don't, don't do go, you know, like you, you don't go back and play goldeneye now you know there's just certain things you don't go do i couldn't figure out how how did they design goldeneye to work
1: you uh, have, yeah you, well with C i mean
2: buttons the, the it, second it, stick it was
0: one stick and that was all they had yeah. so it was absolutely the best thing that anyone had ever seen yeah because it was all they had you know I no i'm not gonna make uh, that work you know i'm not gonna go out and get a, a model t ford if i need to do a cross-country <laughs> drive <laughs>
2: Analogy well put. Alright, next question. This one we're gonna get really interesting. I put a lot of thought into this particular one. because uh, I didn't know. I put hope any I played the other. game's Yeah. Good. No, you're doing good. You're doing good. You're doing good. Uh we got we got one break, one boost so far. Going to the third question out of five. Shantae. Okay. Shantae, the the love child of WayForward, Forward, taking her out of her game into Castlevania. Booster oh, break.
0: Yeah. That's a I mean that, that seems like a pretty clean boost, especially if you're talking about the first Castlevania.
2: Oh yeah, um,
0: yeah it was the nice. Yeah, that's uh, the, a whip is a whip is a whip, man. Yeah, and then like you add you add the ability to like extend her hair. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Or whip faster. Yeah, whip whip a bit faster, and like again, Castlevania is great, but if you could whip just a little bit faster, I think that game would. <laughs>
1: I whip my hair cause back less, and forth. Cause less. <laughs> I whip my yeah. hair back and
0: forth. Yeah, actually, if we can add Willow Smith in that, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: that would be wonderful.
2: Willow Smith for Castlevania. That's like the cheat code, right?
0: <laughs> cheat. Um, Type Yeah, w no, that's uh, use the boost, man. Word. Yeah, All right, awesome. we got a, we
2: got two boosts and one break so far. Next question. This is another one. Got to consider the 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 interactions of these particular games. We've got Captain Viridian. From V6, I'll call it because that's a lot of daggone V's. You're supposed to pronounce them all, apparently. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> we're taking Captain Viridian from V vuh, and putting him in Super Meat Boy. And of course, the twist of Captain Viridian is he can't jump either. He uses gravity to get around. So gravity controls instead of jumping in Super Meat Boy. Booster brake. Um, oh,
0: that's that's a that's a tough one. I, you know what? Like that would be a really fun um that'd be a really fun alternate character so you know like super Meat Boy is all about tight like skill-based platforming, but oh, they yeah. have the guest characters that have a little bit of skill uh and different abilities too like i think the guy from braid is in there and i think he can rewind time if i remember correctly i know commander video is in there and he can do sort of like a like a little like a little boosty thing and oh, yeah wow. we put captain viridian and like you can only do Gravity controls. I think that'd be yeah, boost, done. Boost
1: yeah. Use the boost. Use
2: the boost with Catherine Fritian. Yeah, I think I think it'd be interesting. I'm awful at Super for me, boy. <laughs>
1: my
0: bad game is one of my favorite games like of all time. Oh wow. oh wow. It is it is unbelievable. And I still haven't fully beaten it because the like the, the final world is really hard.
2: <laughs> Isn't there something with that final boss where his pattern is completely and totally random?
0: That's not even the final boss. That's like the third boss. Oh, oh wow! And it's not. It's not. I was gonna say it's not random, but yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. You just have to. It's not random. It's just one set sequence of about 42 things.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's,
0: a lot That's not random. Because it's one repetition of 42 things. Yeah.
2: Oh, see, the way people were making it sound is like, oh, you never know what he's going to do. It's random. Like, Well, that sounds hard. No, no, It'd it would be kind of unfair. That is
0: true. Until you play it a hundred times. No. And then you know exactly <laughs> what he's going
2: to do. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Getting into the last question here on Booster Break. And interesting enough, because you, you already dropped one of the names of the characters here. Or the name of the one character, not the characters, plural. We've got Braid, with oh, his right famous uh, Time time Lord abilities, but in the world of Limbo.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. Hmm. Um, boost
2: or break?
0: Like, my my nerdy answer is that Limbo is very forgiving with how it kills you anyways, so you wouldn't, like... It's very that's my nerdy. I'm just forget I said that. I hate myself now. It's very
1: uh, forgiving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. because because the, like death is a mechanic in Limbo. Yeah. In Limbo, the goal like, and this and I've gotten in fights about this oh. actual what? fist fights, no, what? not fist fights. Um, <laughs> but in in Limbo, you you have to die to figure out how to solve certain set pieces. Yeah. And that's because they give you an achievement. Where like you have to go through the whole thing, dying fewer than than a hundred times, or or even less, like fewer than five times, something ridiculous like that. Um, but they want you to uh, to like because their death animations are amazing. Yeah. So they want you to die. They want you to like get this this gory ridiculousness. And I had so much fun with Limbo. Yeah, I um, love Limbo. Yeah, Master it's like Super Meat Boy on Valium. You know, it's just like the slow version of Super <laughs> Meat Boy. Yeah. Um, so I don't think you need that time mechanic, but. You know, the flip side is I wouldn't mind seeing the main character from Braid get stuck in a bear trap.
2: <laughs> Not bad. So that's so that's a boost then.
0: That's a boost. That yeah. is a boost. And if only for the bear trap.
2: Oh, <laughs> boost for the bear trap. Use the boost. Use the boost to get through the bear trap. Not freaking that's bad. Funny. That is awesome. Yeah, well, <laughs> our guest character quiz here. Thanks for playing along with that. And you listeners at home, hope you got some good answers as well. If you want to send them in to us, as always, just go to com slash contact and let us know what your answers would have been for our booster break quiz. Coming up, we're going to get into part two of this bit. Ask a bit more questions around uh, Runbow, kind of why it is, a little bit more about it, some more of the inspiration and whatnot. Uh, but of course, I was going to have to wait
1: after this commercial break.
2: Well, hey y'all, how's it going? This here is Otis and Annabelle, sitting on down the dock of the bay, talking about our good friend Buck Henry.
1: Ooh, I love this some Buck Henry. Yeah, I
2: know you do, Annabelle. He hey, hooks you up.
1: Hey, yummy guy.
2: He's got your PlayStation, Little Apple Your Segas.
1: So good looking, yummy scrunchies. Your
2: Nintendos. And your Xbox 360s, of course. Ooh! If you need something, give old Buck Henry a call. And welcome back to the Heart Peace Podcast. We've been talking here with Dave Proctor about Runbow and all kinds of amazing things and about how Super Meat Boy is his favorite game in the world. <laughs>
0: One of. like, It's it's up there. One of. It's, it's
2: very high. Top three? Actually, yes. Top three? Oh, that's, that's a lot. Not, not, that's pretty high. I, I, can, I can give
0: you the top three. Give us the top three. What's
2: what's the top three?
0: Top three? Uh, Super Meat Boy, Brutal Legend, and Monkey Island.
2: Nice. Ooh, nice! Wow, brutal legend.
0: So, yeah, know. it's it's got a lot of broken problems, but I—that's a it's niche one, one though. That's a niche one. It's like uh, it's like my comfort food game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black is my comfort food game. Cool. No, that's awesome. Uh, so getting into part two here, we kind of want to ask a little bit about why Runbo. What is the the philosophy behind it and the inspiration? Yeah, uh, what's
1: inspired you guys to create Runbo?
2: Yeah, uh, when I you know first started playing Runbo, particularly the Bohemoth. My God, uh, it reminded me very like the first place I went in my head was Raymond Origins, Land of the Livid Dead, because you just have nice. one of those uh, levels that's forever and seems like there's no way to beat it. it. Just goes on and on and on. So I'm sure there's some of that in there. But what other kind of inspiration did you guys have when you were thinking about making this game?
0: I mean, I don't know that we had a whole lot of inspiration of like from platformers necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like we we were a lot of our early design choices were inspired by. Like our early design choices were inspired by party games like uh, like Super Smash Brothers or Mario Kart, like the things that we play together. Um, I gotta we say like really hog around the time. Like just stuff where oh, yeah, we wanted to make a game where you would have like crowd of people screaming at the television, you know? Hmm. And then and then we could also make it so that the entire crowd was playing. That was pretty cool.
2: Was it always kinda local based?
0: Yeah, we we started off with local multiplayer because I mean it was the the means that we had, but mm-hmm. you know we all met in school, um, and we got along like hideously well, way too early. So you know, unfortunately, we're stuck with each other forever. <laughs> um, but, uh like like we have we had fun. We had fun in school. Like I'm looking around the room, no one seems to be disagreeing with me.
1: Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Well, when you say but in like,
2: school, do like, you mean in in, uh, in college or before that? Yeah, or? in a
0: in a game design post grad actually. Wow. Nice, interesting, run-off. and uh, and it's something that we don't you know hide about our about our history is like yeah um, yeah why hide but, it but like we 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 goofed off like so much I think we really found this sort of ridiculousness that permeates our our office culture and and Runbow blossomed from that where like you know no one's ever said that a meme has blossomed but like like the amount of like ridiculous memes and things that that come out of our our office just like. Having fun with each other. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where really awesome. that that's where Runbo's spirit comes from.
1: Yeah,
0: hmm. um, and then you know, and then we started looking at at pixel perfect platformers, at like what it means to make a platformer, um, and you know, Tom's level design or, or his his role as a lead designer really influenced sort of like the difficulty curve. And mm-hmm. Alex, uh, as creative director, knew a lot about the history of fighting games and and platforms and stuff like that. And we added a lot of little things that you just don't think about. Um, And then we started like digging into, into what it means to, like what would it mean to make a Mario game versus a Mega Man game? And, and where do we fit in, Mm -hmm. you know, on that, on that spectrum?
1: Oh, that's really Um, nice.
0: And we ended up coming up with something that was like, that felt really unique, you know, like we liked, we liked um, games where combat mechanics were also traversal mechanics, things Mm -hmm. like, uh, Smash Bros, where you have a an up attack that is also you know a save. Uh, yes, um,
2: the good old recovery.
0: Guacamele does this perfectly, where your 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 combat attacks are also the things that that amplify your platforming ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and like, yeah, we we have very similar <laughs> attacks to them because <laughs> it, it's the smart design. Um, but you know, also also inspiration from from Smash Brothers and stuff like that, and then. Then it just came to iterate on it and and do more with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Tom's really good at uh, coming up with like, challenging levels, and Alex is really good at coming up with teaching levels. and And Justin, our our, our level designer, came up with this neat combination of like puzzly puzzly difficult. So if you ever get into an adventure level and it's like. And it's like it's not asking you to move super fast or land perfect jumps, but it's showing you a weird visual pattern or something and making mm. you think like that's mm-hmm. probably his. So Justin's yeah. the guy. Justin's Justin's <laughs> yeah the guy. If, if a level is super tough or you know is the behemoth, then, then Tom is the guy. <laughs> oh if, Thomas if, is the guy. Level, yeah, <laughs> but if uh, but if if a if a, uh, a level is like teaching you something uh, or introducing new characters or doing something in a new way, that's that's that was usually Alex.
2: Okay, really so awesome. we like Alex. We hate Thomas. <laughs>
1: <That's>,
2: <laughs> Thomas yeah, then, is, Thomas is causing us a lot that, of stress. I mean,
0: that's that's super mean, but I'll let it happen.
2: That's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. I'll it's never all good. let him hear this. Right, yeah, there <laughs> no, you go. There you we go. love Thomas. We'll, we'll we take Thomas, Thomas out for dinner and then talk about the <laughs> <behemoth>. <laughs> Um sure. But so, you, you know, getting kind of with all the things, you're all the team members. And, you know, like we said before in part one, you've got nine members on your team. What's it like? uh coming together obviously you guys are all friends you know been in college and kind of have a good bond what's that like uh you know in regards to the relationship how the relationship that you all share has influenced and affected the game making process because a lot of guys you know we'll get together or, you know a bunch of friends will get together hey let's do a little startup and you know create some stuff but mm-hmm. a lot of times some people find that working with their friends isn't necessarily the best idea but you guys came and made it happen then there's nine of you it's kind of a lot so how does that how does that work
0: Like working with your friends is, yeah, it can be really hard depending on the friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Early on, and maybe it's because we started in school, who knows, but, you know, we learned a lot from a lot of industry professionals about what ruins companies. And we sacrificed our egos on the altar of every game that we've ever made just to say, like, this is what is the right decision for the game that we're making, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, by keeping that in mind, it's kind of been okay, you know. Like, like nobody is—I've never seen anyone fight for something that doesn't belong in the game or challenge something that wasn't broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think there's a respect in that, and everybody has their own role, you know, as as it pertains to different realms of the game, and we let them do what is required of their role. And then there's an issue that comes up, whether it be in design or production or whatever, I think the best thing that I learned as producer and sort of you know managing director of the, of the whole show here mm-hmm. is um, I can solve any problem that this team has. I don't know if this works for every team, but I bring in somebody from every department and I'm just like, this is the problem. And an artist will look at it this way and the designer will look at it this way and I'll look at it from a scheduling perspective and, and our, our technical guys will look at it this way and then... And then one of us will just go, oh, no, this is the solution. Mm-hmm. And we'll go, oh, great. Because usually, you know, we'll just start arguing over like, oh, we have this problem. Oh, uh, like back and forth, just actually making that noise. Uh, uh, uh. Right, right. Uh, and, then, and then I just go, let's just bring some more heads in here. And then yeah, it's just there. And, mm-hmm. and nobody ever fights it because mm-hmm. we respect each other too much.
2: So the respect and, and kind of keeping the egos in check is probably the most valuable thing in working with close friends or even maybe family members. Uh, yeah
0: just like and getting down early on what everybody's skills are and you know when it comes to a company perspective um talking about what we want to see ourselves doing in mm -hmm. five years like even Mm -hmm. though we're all the owners and we have a we have a duty to the the disembodied company itself right we all want to grow into different roles perhaps right Mm -hmm. so yeah like actually taking time to manage each other's careers and saying well you know what like you want to you want to try your hand at at uh At level design then we're gonna do a jam and and we're gonna like you're gonna be the level designer on it and we're gonna we're gonna get there and and you can pick up lessons from the people that have done that right Um, and I I do all the sound here and like when people want to know about how how to mix sound or something that like, I can I can teach that
1: that's really awesome that's really awesome so in part one you talked about being a married gamer um and Joseph and I are actually married gamers. It's true. And it's, I don't know um and we have different types of careers and we have to kind of work together to um balance those careers as long as our relationship. How do you find the time as being a producer of the game? Um and how has that potentially affected your relationship or how do y'all um actually support each other in that I regard?
0: uh I got to sit in on the um, the post mortem for Loom, the LucasArts adventure classic. It's oh, one of my another one of my favorite games. <laughs> uh, Brian Moriarty said that when he when they finally made Loom, there was three um, limited editions printed with with like a with like a hand bound book inside them, and the first thing he did was give it to his wife. <laughs> and I, I I think about that every time I come home, and she's just there, and like on the nights when she's not at work she mm-hmm. she has a, she has a later job than me mm-hmm. but just like to be supportive um to be honest the stress is a lot
1: mm-hmm. you know like yeah. shipping
0: I've, I've been saying to a lot of people that shipping a game is like juggling flaming bicycles <laughs> because like, because you don't have a frame of reference for all three of those things right yeah. like nothing any of us in this in this room have ever done so that that can become you know a stressful a stressful thing but you know games are what calm me down
1: yes
0: my wife is not a gamer mm-hmm. um, you know she she'll play rumbo with me which is great but um, having my space where i can play my games and her space where she can do you know what de-stresses her from her work uh, having that like you know separate togetherness is our is our favorite term yeah it's um, a good term separate togetherness is, a, is is a great thing we can sit side by side and she can be watching something on TV and I can have the Wii U gamepad in my hand or, you know, or, or my 3DS or my Vita or whatever. And yeah, like I'm not so stuck up that I can't sacrifice the television if I have all these (laughs) gaming consoles. Um, But I think, I think for, I think for gamers in general, like that's a great thing is like you, you should be able to have time where you can zone out. You don't have to be away from each other. If you can pull that off, I think Mm -hmm. you've got something amazing.
1: Yeah, that's really awesome because uh, that's kind of like the same setup as uh, Master Joe and I like uh, Master Joe is kind of like he play games way more than I do. I I play games with a
2: power hand from now and then.
1: And like, (laughs) you know, I'm also in school getting my doctorate in um, toxicology, so I'm pretty busy with like school and stuff so we have to try to find time to hang out with each other but i also try to support him and allowing him to stream and do those things that he loves to do because it's a part of him while making time for us together so i think that's really awesome that you and your wife are able to come to that level of maturity in your relationship where you have that like um togetherness absolutely
0: yeah you got to just be able to man i'm just i i can't believe how happy i am that i was the one that wanted to like was able to do this interview this is perfect <laughs> this is like my entire wheelhouse for the last two years it's um, great <laughs> but yes. like this is uh you know this is this is what this is what relationships are about right they're about yeah. work um mm-hmm. and keeping that keeping that positivity up uh to each other for for doing what they for what the other person wants to do and not needing them around being able to be your own person as well Mm -hmm. uh and like be your own person in such a way that you when when it is time to be together you can like be your whole self to to that to to that partner like that's that's the key like you can't you can't just you can't always bring this negative emotion in Mm -hmm. You you have to sort of you know you have to have your outlet so that when it's time to be together you can be together
2: yeah Yeah, that's and, you know, that's one part that even I have to work on uh, as far as being being able to be together when you're together. You you mentioned the whole negative aspect and not bringing that with you. A lot of times it's, you know, people say it this way, you know, leave your problems at the door or whatever. Well, sometimes your problems extend past the door. You know, in my case, I'm a, a graphic designer and I do graphic design full time uh, at a, you know, brick and mortar location. And then sometimes I come home and I still have freelance work to do, uh, yep. you know, graphic design. So sometimes my frustrations extend on both ends of the door. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, um, yeah, having that, that notion, just hearing you say that is really just kind of triggered in me because it's like, man, yeah, I'll, sometimes I'll come home and be mad at a client or, oh, then you wouldn't believe the stupid thing they want me to do now or, you know, whatever, whatever. And then just y- being able to come back, you know, out of that. And, you know, look at Masterwife and just be there in a person who's not, you know, frustrated and, you know, hasn't really been able to have that outlet yet, but can still somehow find uh, the ability to get past that so that we can enjoy each other's company. And that doesn't leak out and start to taint other areas of our relationship.
1: Yeah. And also have an understanding when you're frustrated that you may not be frustrated exactly at me, but understanding the underlying problems that may be happening.
0: But. Communication, man. And yeah, like, just communication. like like Speaking about where you're, where you're, like, where are your levels, you know? Like, hey, I'm coming home. I feel terrible. I'm going to feel terrible for a while. I'm going to mm-hmm. do a thing. May or may not involve you, and then I'll <laughs> be back. You know, like, just <laughs> yeah. recognizing that you need time to blow off steam is yeah. more important than the amount of time that you need. Yeah. Uh, so just giving yourself, even say, look, I'm only going to, I'm gonna be really mad about this, and I'm gonna give myself 20 minutes to be really mad, or I'm gonna completely abnegate from our relationship for <laughs> half an hour, uh, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna play, you know, Left for Dead, and yep. I'm not gonna to talk to you, and then, uh, and then I'm gonna to talk to you, and I'll be fine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just conversation, man. That's yep. all it is.
2: I yep. yes. Uh, DK and Smash Bros. 64 got a lot of that rage out for a younger version of myself when I was angry with my go. math teacher. No, that's good. It's good. Coming back to the games for a minute, uh, we talked we were talking about Rumbo and just how you know the essence of Rumbo and how you guys kind of built it around this passion of that feeling you get when you're hanging out and just having fun with each other in a local kind of area. Having that kind of passion when you're doing game development, obviously, even in anything, is more important than anything else. Um it's a business, you guys are you know developing, there's money involved, but my question to you would be if runbo wasn't making any money but it's already shipped if if you guys had put it out there but you it, it wasn't making any money but people were still playing it let's just say that you weren't earning anything from it what would you want runbo to do i think when we make a game it's like okay i want to make this game i want it to you know get a lot of buzz and want a lot of people to play it obviously i want to be able to benefit from it and you know be able to make a living but if there's an alternative mission besides you know make money and have people play the game what what is the principal thing that you want people to get from Runbo?
0: I I mean, <laughs> you know, my, my brain immediately went to the answer. If Rumbo wasn't making any money, what would you want Rumbo to do? Uh, make money. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was trying to frame it a little bit there. <laughs> but the the you know, the the answers to. Uh, the actual answer to your question and that one are not too far off um, because we, we wanted to make a game and we wanted to sell a game and be paid for a game, but we wanted to make a game that um, reminded people that you can play on a couch with your friends. Oh, that's awesome. You know, we want, we wanted something to like, if Runbo was only selling one ninth of its copies because only one person was buying it. So he could invite eight eight friends over every week or whatever that would be fine. You know, because that's the point. Like this this game was this is our first title, man. Like yeah. we are yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and and breakout success for a first test and that's incredible. Exactly. I mean, hand claps and congratulations yes. just for that. We,
0: that's We are we are pretty proud of it, but like the amount that we learned yeah coupled with the amount of fun that we had like when it was fun and like when it was bad it was bad <laughs> i'll tell you that right off the bat but when we had fun we had so much fun and and if you get to the if you have the the, the patience the three medal every level in adventure the last four uh items of the gallery that you'll unlock uh, three were goofy things that we did that we thought were funny <laughs> uh, that we just said, screw it, we're going to include them in the game. And the fourth one is, um, I won't ruin it for you, but the, the fourth one came out of sort of the the feeling that we had when we were finished. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, we we just wanted people to play together. Yeah. Like,
1: and that's so you know, great. On, on, it's Online so,
0: gaming is really cool, mm-hmm. and and it, and, it, and it does bring people together in one way, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why we have it in the game, so that people can always play with their friends. And mm-hmm. and you know we have we don't use the the Nintendo Friend Service, so that you have to actually like call your buddy or or Skype your buddy or, right, or tweet your yeah. buddy and, and just say like, oh, we're gonna do this, like, like like we're gonna talk to each other, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a game, and then we can still hang out. You know, like that's yeah. that's why we designed it that way, so that you would, you know apart yeah. from the incredible technical difficulties <laughs> like, we, we did what we did because it, it was the perfect solution to actually keep bringing people together and, and encouraging conversation encouraging you know, uh, a gathering around the hearth as it were um, and and online is really cool and vr is really cool but like you have to put a box on your face and not see your friends when you play vr so uh, this is like the anti-vr game
1: yeah um we actually talked about that topic um, in an earlier episode on the Heart Peace podcast yeah, about local, versus, local online. versus online gaming. How every um, it seems like we're shifting towards more online gaming, and it's not too many local games, mm-hmm. and we're kind of missing out on that. Um, do you think that like local gaming is in trouble, or you think it's gonna make a complete cycle and come back around?
0: Well, I don't think local gaming's in trouble because you can go out and purchase Runbo on the Wii, Wii yeah. U uh, <laughs> yeah. um No, it's it's yes. like, I don't think it's in trouble. Everything is in cycles, right? Like, yeah, everything is in cycles. No, I don't think VR will change the face of gaming. I think it'll be very cool and very disruptive and someone might make something really awesome. Um, and, and it might introduce an entirely new platform. But like the Wii changed how people play games just like VR will and all that did was it encouraged like that's when xbox 360 came out mm-hmm. or it came out a year later uh they didn't they didn't immediately come up with a motion device they, they 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 started doing online they started pushing online so that changed how people play as well and then you know and just because the Wii had motion device didn't stop them from making cool content
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and then, they got motion devices, and then the Wii came up with off-TV play, or Wii U came up with off-TV play, and that didn't inspire, you know, Xbox necessarily to do this, but it, it inspired them to bridge their 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 stuff into uh, into Windows 10, you know. Mm-hmm. And now you can play with people on PCs with games on Xbox, and Xbox, and it inspired PlayStation to explore um, to explore not just uh, like like at launch they had they had like Twitch capability and and ability to share things socially with friends so that like everybody i i hate absolutist arguments about which one of these consoles is better like (laughs) i love the wii u i love my wii u and i play it more than any of these other consoles but like it's it's a stupid argument yeah yeah you know Mm -hmm. giraffes or boats like (laughs) it it doesn't uh, um (laughs) but like everyone is is pushing these things in different exciting directions right so Mm -hmm. No, it's not going to go away. Like, yeah. like you will always want to play games with your friends, just as much as e-readers didn't stop me from being able to buy books. Yeah, right.
2: That is so true. Yeah, that was like the biggest scare. Is oh my god, all the books are going to die.
0: Everyone's like, oh, print media is dead, and then your you know your copy of 1984 runs out of batteries. Yeah. And we'll,
2: <laughs> uh, <you know.
0: laughs> it, uh. You <laughs> You're like opening pockets of, of rant in my brain. So. Right,
2: right. <laughs> zip, zip the pockets back up. We gotta zip the pockets. <laughs> no, that is good. That's good. We're getting a little bit to the end of our episode here. Uh, I wanted to ask you, is you know, as far as you know, Runbow's concerned, if you had kind of one word that you would say to, to anybody that you could right now, uh either, you know, a word of thanks or a word of advice or, you know, any kind of, you know, lasting Thing you'd want to put out there as far as Runnable concerned if there's anybody you want to say that to in general or specifically now
0: Man. um thank you is a is a really big one mm-hmm. um
2: thank you's a good one
0: and yeah it's I can't even the depth to which this studio owes gratitude to the internet to Nintendo to our professors to our friends our family like it's it's too much I can't fully articulate that and then so I'll I'll, I will dodge that lest I become teary Uh, (laughs) and I will say I will say rumbo is for everybody so play it with your friends like do that that's what we made it for it is made to be enjoyed by friends
2: there was a um well I'm not helping with the whole let's not get teary thing uh I (laughs) realized but there was a article there was a review that we were reading about Runbo before uh we started Mm -hmm. you know recording this episode And they had started off that article with a quote from the late, great uh, Sorota Iwata, just about how games are meant to be one thing and that's fun and fun for everyone. And that just kind of, you know, you saying that just kind of reminded me that's that's the essence, which I'm sure is why you guys were such a great fit for Nintendo. I mean, obviously, Um, but that's. That's incredible. So I just wanted yeah. to put that out there.
1: Yeah, we just want to congratulate you guys again yeah, from absolutely. the Heart Peace Podcast, and Thanks. we wish you many, many, many years of success. Yeah. And <laughs> we look forward to like Rumble and other games to come from this great. Yeah, you no, know, like, the nine-player,
2: the nine-player multiplayer uh, stream is going to happen. We're gonna let yes, you guys know. Yes, it
1: is going. <laughs> to happen. I can't wait.
0: And if you only get seven, and you want to dial in a couple of people from online. Oh man. Let me know. Actually, you can only have four people on one console for online because we never wanted anyone to like bully other people. Right. So if you can only get four,
1: <laughs> let well, us know we, we might we will, just we, we just, will just will might have join. to do
2: that. Do a little Heartpiece yeah. podcast. Uh,
1: thirteen AM versus King. thirteen. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it, and we we have not been pulling any punches online. So uh, nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get creamed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gonna
2: <laughs> Not
0: bad, guys. Well, that is
2: our show. Hope you guys enjoyed. Listeners at home learned a little bit. Uh did some did some really cool things. I'm getting the wave from Masterwife here.
1: Yeah, where can we find more information on Rumble if they want to look it up? That's why we
2: uh, pay the big bucks. Sh-
0: shoot over to rumblegame.com and you'll we have a full press kit there. We have our amazing, amazing, amazing soundtrack that is available for purchase. If you just click music, you'll go to our band camp. We have like info about the game we have screenshots and wallpapers you know just like tons of stuff whatever you need and then you know if you have a wii u please load up the eShop, shop check it out
2: absolutely uh, it's got our full there's like a million
0: trailers there so
2: yeah we'll be making our game. friends purchase it yeah we'll just that's we'll just awesome. put them down say, buy this game buy it now <laughs> 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 no it's freaking fantastic guys as always you can listen at us uh on soundcloud on stitcher on itunes or at heartpiecepodcast.com mm. And uh, before we get out of here We wanted to ask one more question Because indie games are awesome What is one game now Everybody can chime in on this One game, one indie game coming up uh, Really quickly that you're looking forward to play Mine has got to be Cuphead I cannot wait to play that 1930s style Shoot up oh, yeah. So much fun, Look, I love cartoons That is mine hands down after Rumbo, of course, because that's already yes. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have Rumbo yet, that's your most—that's <laughs> the one you want the most. Uh, but Cuphead, <laughs> definitely for me. Master Wife, what have you got?
1: Uh, there's this... Tr- well, I saw this trailer online. It's called Hunger. I don't know if, you've, if anyone heard of that game, but it's actually like you're walking through a dollhouse and everything is actually bigger than you are. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. It's super creepy. I like Ooh. creepy games. <laughs>
2: she wears the pants cool. in this relationship. I am... I've got the tutu. I stay, in, I stay in the light. I stay in the light. Well-lit areas. <laughs> what about you, Dave?
0: Um, uh, like, it's so uh, <laughs> so many games. Um, I
2: know you probably know a I'm, lot more than we do as far as what's coming out, being in the I,
0: I'm I'm absolutely pumped about Cuphead. I got to play a lot of it at Gamescom before the floor opened, oh, um, nice. and it's so good. Um Probably the game that I'm most excited to sit down and really sink my teeth into is Drinkbox's Severed.
2: Severed. See, this is another one I haven't heard of.
0: Oh, yeah. So they're, it's a it's a Vita title, and it's all touch, but it's like a first-person, like, weird. It kind of uses the guacamole style in a new way. It's super surreal. Um, it Yeah, just look it up. It looks great, and they're good friends of ours, and their studio is, like, five minutes from here.
2: Oh, nice. <laughs> not bad yeah keeping it in the family very cool very cool yeah
1: well thank you again dave for uh for coming to be on the heart peace podcast we really enjoyed thank having you. Guys so much interview.
0: for having me it's a it's a nice little uh this is a good show i like the positivity this is great yeah, yeah. Yay! positivity
1: <laughs> spread well, the love guys spread the love yeah. well everybody at home thank you for tuning in until next time peace out heart pieces